it moving along. On deck, we have Isaiah Castillo. But right now, let's give a warm welcome for a very funny Jordan Lear. Jordan Lear, come on up. What's up, guys? Hey. So nice out. Peaceful. It's too fucking sunny during the day, man, in LA. It's too much fucking sun. Like by 10 p.m. Too much fucking sun all day. Need some of that goddamn Kobe weather, you know? <laughs> Need some of that good, gloomy, overcast, kill a basketball phenomenon. Welcome to the Jordan Lear program. You're the first official guest I've had. What's up, dude? <laughs> Give it up for my guest, Callahan Welsh. We're on two screens. This is better than the Joe Rogan experience. Yeah, we'll collaborate it together. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so, Callahan Welsh, I've known you for, I don't, I've only known you for like about a, the past year. Year plus. But we've both been around yeah. for the past, you've been here I got here January 1st, 2017 to North Hollywood, Los Angeles, California. Okay. 2017? Yep. Before there, we were, where were you doing stand-up at? I was over in uh, North Hollywood. Or North Hollywood. <laughs> I was over in North Carolina. <laughs> I paid my dues up in NoHo at the HaHa, -Ha, and then I decided to move to L.A. Uh, yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Uh, well, no. I mean, originally I started with Chino LaForge's uh, Power Up Comedy okay. in Maui, Hawaii. Okay. And uh, I didn't know you guys knew each other back then. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. 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 Makes he's, sense. He's, him and his program are the reason why I got into this, so... You're fucking great, man. You're no, wicked. I steal jokes. I'm very I don't care happy. if you steal. I, uh, you gotta. You nah. cannot book people that steal jokes from hardworking individuals nah. that write. And although I may look like I write, I just don't. And I steal from <laughs> Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> yeah, I always talk with Rishi. We talk about you. We're like, he's like mastered stand-up. In every way. <laughs> no, for real, bro. Cause you. I haven't even started. No, yeah, but dude, you do a lot of crowd work and shit. But you have a lot of bits too, and people don't realize that because it's so you're you're like just ready for anything at any moment. I I try to be. You're like just like all of you guys. I mean, you got to oh, be yeah. quick-witted when you're dealing with uh, crowd work. Yeah. Or just having fun with them, at, to say the least. But you for you like do the Bruce Lee thing, like, <laughs> like where you got to know the way of all ways. Shit, you know? I dig that. I think I just got like five, five fun jokes in my back pocket that probably been. I, I think most of them. I like the whole like thank you mom or thank you dad. You put them on the spot. They're not obviously your relatives, so that's the joke. Yeah. And when I say it uh, in a stern voice, I think that's where some of the magic happens. If I'm understanding this public speaking thing called stand-up comedy correctly can you hear me check one two? Oh yeah you're, you're okay. loud and clear this is the first dude i got that mic in the mail today this is the first time we're doing legit shit first. good i told i told cable viewer i was like i'm gonna buy some <laughs> mics for the cable show and he's like what's the point and i'm like all right i'll start my own podcast then you fucking idiot fucking idiot well no, and you know i actually honestly on that subject i i wanted to do your guys podcast and i wouldn't mind having fun it was just never the times didn't match up with, you know, I, I got my life too, and everybody's got their life. So I know I should have made time, but uh, no, I'd still be on his on his uh, podcast. No, no, no. I mean, this is I, the one. This is I, the one. I, I, okay. I honestly, though, I don't think anybody cares what I have to say because I don't have anything special or unique to share. Yeah. Granted, I come from Maui, which is cool. And Willie, uh, Simon Chino Forge, yeah. we're very fortunate to come from there and here. And comedy comes in threes. And I'm thinking to myself, like, what a cool story could be told someday to whoever cares. But that's the problem is 
I got nothing important to say, honestly. Right now, at the level I'm at and six years in, I got you. Well, tell you the truth, I don't even like talking to comics about comedy that much on my oh, podcast. Yeah, okay. I have an old podcast I used to do back in the day. Yeah, okay. Called Kicked in the Effing Face, it was called. And I'm reintroducing it. You're the first one. This is the Kicked in the Effing Face segment, okay? Oh, God. We're just going to talk about fighting, okay? We're going to oh, talk about fighting. Fighting, my number one fear. I know, besides. okay. <laughs> well, what's your background? What, what's your martial arts experience? My martial arts experience? Uh... <laughs> I used to take Tung Sudo. It's a Korean style martial arts. Oh, okay. I never heard it. of this. Oh, okay, yeah. It's obviously not that popular or probably good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, How old were you when you took that? So we started, I think I was seven or eight. Okay. And my two younger brothers. And we used to go to Master Holland's Tung Sudo in Kahalu in Wailuku, Maui, Hawaii. Fuck, so that was your dojo. Yeah, yeah, that was the dojo we trained. And we would get, because uh, my mom had, we lived 45 minutes away on the island. Okay. So it was, uh, it was hard for her to be able to drive all the way to town and take us. So when she took us on the weekends, we basically would get private lessons. We should interview one of these guys, ask them about their fighting yeah, experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they want it. <laughs> Construction guys walking by us. <laughs> they're yeah, they're like, these cool. goddamn comics are collecting unemployment. These sons of fucking bitches. I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm a bum. Um, <laughs> dude, so Korean. Is there a lot of Koreans in Hawaii? There's a handful. Okay. Uh, I don't handful. know. I've never been. That's five people. No, they're, yeah, no, it's got a very beautiful... Uh, influence okay. amongst the islands uh, of Korean background and heritage. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Koreans are awesome. I love and every race, every culture I respect. I do love. I appreciate. It's different. So and this this thing was it like a, a striking thing mostly, or like it was any uh, grappling so involved? I think was more defensive style martial whoa, arts, whoa. Uh, and you would go into the whole like ha huh, ha. Huh. Okay. You, you had your little test for the next belt. <laughs> yeah, what's that called? The they call it in Taekwondo. What is that called? Where you walk through the movements? Uh, yeah, yeah, I can't remember the. You do that thing, <laughs> so it's very Taekwondo-y. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, dude. Hey, what's there up? There you go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think the audio picked it up, but the construction guy said something funny about getting some pussy. Getting some pussy. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Jeez. One of them is probably a woman. Woman, they're just like dressed in One so much shit. One of them could probably be a comedian. Any of them could, are definitely way funnier than people that line up here on Mondays. Uh, what else do you do? You other experience after that? A little so, training, oh, oh, a little formal. Uh, yeah, so took Tung Sudo for maybe like three or four years. Okay. And then uh, just growing up in Hawaii. As a Howley boy, you know, yeah. you get picked on and tested. Ooh, and fights, I, okay. Yeah, a couple scraps here well, and there. You how know, old were you I, in the first scrap? Can't really call my brother scrapping, but... That uh, is, no, that's for real. That's for uh, real, yeah. No, more like... With the local guys that would try and test me and pick on me. Uh, probably 10 or 11 when I was in... Kalama Intermediate. Okay, Kalama. Uh, this one guy, he, yeah. 
This is going deep. <laughs> was it an ongoing thing? No, 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 no. I mean, it's nothing special. Sometimes you get picked on. Sometimes you get your ass beat. Sometimes you win the fight. And uh, So you guys went back and forth to this one dude. No, no, no. I th he basically just punched me and got me in a headlock. And, uh, you know, of course, the other kids are like, oh, fight, fight, fight. And then they leave, and then they got the teachers come and they break it up. You know, sure. I'm over there crying and oh yeah, like what the fuck, man? You know what I do to you? And it's just if they see you're weak, they're gonna pick on you. So um, another guy, uh, he, I was making fun of him uh, because he's <laughs> a, he was a tall guy, and uh, so during one of the classes that you switch in between periods, yeah, uh, he pushed me from behind without me knowing. So I turned around and I kicked him in the stomach. And then uh, <laughs> it was such a stupid because it was the whole karate style kick. <laughs> so you were and, using uh, what you knew. I, yeah, I did. That's I fucking did. badass. I, I just, I, you know, I got ready afterwards. And that's what you do in a fight. You got to tense up, yeah. but you also got to be smooth. So uh, it was just something that, you know, it naturally took over. Uh, then, of course, uh, high school. You got your, uh, oh, okay, we'll meet after school over the over this side or over that Shit, side. Yeah, you got in like, fights, man. Uh, yeah, but I've had my ass handed to me more times than I've won fights. Sure. But I've always stood up was the, pro was the, was the one thing I couldn't handle is backing down. Right. Yeah, that so, makes you feel worse because then you just think about it for the rest right, of your life. Right. And it sucks, you know, and not every fight's worth fighting. So I've had to be the uh. bigger man and bitch out or whatever. But... Uh, so after high school, you know, I, I was just tired of it. And that's why one of the reasons I joined the Marine Corps was to learn how to properly defend myself at all costs if I had to go that far. Gotcha. And uh, being trained in the Marine Corps, it's just, uh, is it picking me up or do you no, want to be closer? Yeah? No, okay. no, you're all picking right. up fine. I'm just keeping a little video going. Okay. My video, Nobody it doesn't even matter. This. It's a little added. Add <laughs> yeah. some clips. Yeah, yeah. No, no, this is cool because then I can get, I can ask for clips and send back and forth. This is um, the, and these are the times you and I and Rishi and Chino, Willie and yeah. Mikey McKernan and Fonto and Nicole and Mike, uh, all these guys that we, granted it's a big scene and we, we learn and meet a lot of good friends because based on respect for each other for sure. who are doing this, it's like 200 employees that go to different places to go train. And, uh, it, but it's our generation. Yeah. Our in class. Way, our class. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Yeah. And so I respect it yeah. and I appreciate it because if nothing more, and I was just telling Dan Green about like, you know, it's, it, I'm okay with knowing that someday maybe I, I won't make it. Maybe the right booker won't see that I'm worthy of, hey, Callan, you got 30 minutes to make the people laugh out there. <laughs> yeah. Can I do it? Right now, no. I'm six years in. You can I'm not, do this, I'm bro. Confident. No. I'm so sorry. I was looking at these names because a lot of these names on this wall, I started out with some of these names, and I'm like, come on, bro. I'm like, come on, bro. <laughs> and you know it, and we all know it. And it ain't who's capable. It's just who got their fucking name up, bro. You know, to get the name on the wall, would it would be an honor for sure. Yeah, it'd be sick. It's all I ever wanted, but I do think it's a bunch of hunk of bullshit, too. But Well, so that <laughs> now goes into the credibility. Yeah. And not to change subjects from what you were asking. It's fine. We'll get we back can, there, we can divert. I don't care. It, just the... Uh, Comedy's about fighting. <laughs> you got to fight for everything. we have to fight our way mentally yeah. through the crowd's approval of strangers yeah. in order to get the attention of the booker to be like, look, I like you. I like what you got. You're For professional sure. and how you, your character is. I'd like to book you more often. Cool. That's, what, that's the next goal we're all trying to attain. 
So, uh, and I think it's very much an attainable goal. I just wonder if how many people got the grind and the grit and the charisma to stick with it. How many people are going back home? Yeah. They're going to get comfortable, and it might sink in of them like saying, "You know what? I'm, I'm just not into it, or can't afford to come back out here." Yeah, and I think finances are a big ordeal, especially a lot of people that are new. And when I say new, like three or four years in, so I think it's going to be hard for some people to come back to starting stand-up comedy again. I think at least you know? three or four people I know, three to four, will not come back. For sure. I'm same, same, but bro. It would be cool if everybody came back. I want them back. It's a good hang. And tried to do it and just not to give up. Yeah. Don't let this, don't let this Corona virus. This Roni. I've been having more fun than ever at stand-up. <laughs> I don't know. We went out to Thousand Oaks the other night. That was fucking fun. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm honestly having more fun than ever at open mics. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, I'm glad you are because everybody else, uh, no. <laughs> so you hadn't, you, you did stand-up the other night, but you took like three months off, huh? Six. So you took six months. You just have half a year. That's pretty. That's good though. Yeah, but because I got the props, so people <laughs> enjoyed, and then me going up and then going because I'm all scared going yeah. to the top of the roof of my truck. Yeah, I was like, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna just set up and pretend with yeah. a microphone <laughs> mic, uh, and then uh, for shits and giggles, calling out a uh, Michelle so she knew not to do the condo thing because I'm like, fuck, I've never seen anybody else do that. You know, <laughs> take time after time. So, but anyways, not to digress. Fights. As, as far as fights, you know, I've had my share. Of course, I don't care to do that. Yeah. Uh, I Fighting don't believe in that hurting somebody and then paying doctor bills. And especially yeah. now, the way I've been trained, uh, I'm still not the baddest student. I don't go out looking for fights. Yeah. If anything, I do everything I can to help stop it. Because that's what I think a real man does. A real king, a real alpha male. Is looking for the best interests of his people. Yeah. And if you're going to be a leader, you have to be a leadership by example, which is what the Marine Corps taught me and every other Marine. So when you're implementing that type of example, well, what's the character? Why is it people like you? Why do people want to be around your energy? Yeah. And that's what I'm hoping to give off because I'm, I'm living for my eulogy not my resume Ooh, I'm no longer I into like and I saw that on a TED Talks that was the title live for your eulogy not your right. resume right. and that made sense to me of like <clears throat> I respect you know minimum wage jobs I've been there done that I've been a, fuck, a toilet plunger and uh, and back home in Hawaii when I first was getting paid as a busboy at $4.25 lucky if I made tips that night that's, that's I've been there done that Eight years in the Marine Corps, I feel entitled to feel to feel confident in my abilities to be something bigger. For sure. And of course, everybody needs, unfortunately, money to live in this modern day world. And I want a lot of it, but I don't want it to take me from a credible life, a credible, cool, fun respectful thankful life that i get to experience of who i am yeah grant in this lifetime i are the only lifetime you know i was given the white skin i was given this brain i was given this heart i was given this body this vessel however anybody wants to look at life so not to digress uh you're half peruvian too though again, aren't you my mother's from peru hey don't forget that he ain't just a whitey i know he looks like it <laughs> he ain't as white as i am he doesn't get the pass that i get i get that that pure white shit you get get away with anything and, you know, that's just uh, <laughs> how the human race is formed and everybody yeah. has their experience. Uh, I, I think 
if there was another chance to experience a life, maybe I'd ask to come back as a Jamaican man. <laughs> Jamaican man. <laughs> I think yeah. they got a cool uh, uh, culture. Rastafari. Cool people. My majority of them, they're fun-loving people. That's the way I see their culture. That's the way I see their race. I gotcha. Uh, and, uh, and in the Marine Corps, you know, they're too... <laughs> yeah, they're rocking over there. Uh, nobody heard them. The I like it. That guy is hauling. That guy is fucking done with that construction job. <laughs> right in front of his bosses, and, and that's what we're talking about. So He's off know. to do meth. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, my fair share of fights, and I just I wanted to learn to protect myself. And now that I have kids or people that I'm around, yeah. to the best ability to... to uh, like, uh, I've taken jujitsu, and in the Marine Corps, I used okay. to... Uh, I, I, so, growing up, back to that. Growing up, I... I my friends were into wrestling. My younger brother was into wrestling. Mm. I played soccer. I, I've played sports, uh, shadow boxing, uh, spar with my friends, and uh, just to to keep with that mentality. And so, uh, and then joining the Marine Corps and being on the grappling team. And uh, you're on the training. grappling team in the Marine Corps. Yeah, yeah. for uh, just for a little bit, brief moment that our commander at the time allowed one of the marines was really into all the ufc training and whatnot okay. so uh he wanted us he wanted to make a grappling jiu-jitsu uh training camp that's sick so yeah i got into that i was all about it i was taking i was on the marine corps grappling team for our unit and then i was also taking brazilian jiu-jitsu um outside and then i was playing soccer on an outside league for the marine corps paddling for Dana Point Canoe Club. Jesus. I, and I used to I used to train and I let myself go the, the lack of discipline in my eating habits. You know, when shit starts to hurt, you turn to food as comfort. Sure. Yeah, I've seen pictures of you. You, so, you you've, I've seen you pretty jacked in pictures. Yeah, just a little bit thinner at least. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're like a, you're a big dude, you know. Yeah, like the bone me. structure is right. I mean, at uh, 6 foot. Yeah. 5'11". Like broad fucking shoulders. That's a big inch difference. So yeah, the shoulders, it's nice to have that, but, and that's why I don't, I wonder if people actually feel threatened by me, which that's not cool. I don't like that. I don't uh, think nobody should ever feel threatened by Callahan Welsh. There's no reason. I never know if somebody's having a bad day. Uh, and that's why I feel a real king, a real alpha male, a real badass motherfucker would want to help people that are less fortunate. I, as much as this life has hurt me a lot, uh, at least I get to experience that as a human organism. And uh, I'd like to help. I'd like to help to the best of my ability others to not feel as much pain as I've gone through. Right. And that's that Superman mentality. Uh, you know, uh, Robin Williams had it. And so, and a lot of quotes from him. And so, if we could be the modern day messengers of making people laugh while making money and learning how to protect ourselves as far as fights, uh, it's just. Uh, that's the way the world is, I guess. And, and it kind of sucks also. I, I feel like now that UFC is like the biggest sport in the world, everybody's walking around like they're a macho UFC yeah, fighter. And everyone knows jiu-jitsu now. Oh, uh, yeah. Everyone knows Everybody's an a jiu-jitsu master <laughs> fucking UFC. A lot of comics, too. A lot of comics are into it. <laughs> I mean, I'm into it, too, but I'm like, ah, easy, guys. Well, there's training, but down. then a real jiu-jitsu practitioner, trainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They never boast about it. Yeah. They never act wild about it. Yeah, they're like, oh, you want to roll? You right, fucking, let's right. do they, it. They let's tell do it. their students, the yeah. credible places with the credible masters, 
You're supposed to be kind and courteous all the time. Yeah. But jiu-jitsu and any other kind of training, martial arts training, is meant to dilute the situation. Yeah, it's emergency use only, man. Yeah. You know? And, uh, and it, that reminds me of also in the Marine Corps, it's required. They give you belts, martial arts belts. So there's, yeah. it's called the MCMAP program. Marine Corps Mixed Martial Arts Program. Oh, MCMAP. Nice. And so it's mandatory that every, almost every Marine is trained in UFC basic hand-to-hand combat. Mm-hmm. A lot more so than what they used to. And we've always rolled around and whatnot. And I miss training. But right now with how my back and my knee are, I just, I'm not confident that I could, could do the training that is required right now. Cause I do want to get back in. I want to take care of my vessel to last a hundred years. Ooh. I, I, I would, I think that would be a cool amount of time to live on this earth. Granted, I don't want to be in a wheelchair. I don't want a little walker or whatever. And I'm hoping at 37, I can still reverse a lot of this shit with proper eating. I think it was Socrates that said, let thy food be thy medicine, which means the intention of the creator of life put trees here and so-called vegetables to take care of the organs. And when you're eating that stuff and the organs are like, yes, I want this. That's why when I went back, I stopped eating uh, back in March 1st for the coronavirus lockdown. Uh, I started, I stopped eating fast food. That was the biggest change. Back then, like 2019, were you eating a lot, lot of fast food daily? Yeah. Every day I'd leave, I had uh, Carl's Jr. right across the street from where I live in North Hollywood. For sure. I get it, man. The convenience. I've done I'm that. I'm tired. It's 2 o'clock. I just left Flappers. Yeah. I didn't get up. I didn't get up here. I didn't get up here. Man, nobody loves me. Nobody cares for me. This is a lonely fucking road. Yeah. Apologies on the profanity. and uh, <laughs> so Give me more. Be more <laughs> profane. And uh, But that was the biggest change to just help my body. I could feel things were weird. I stopped eating fast food. I feel so much more energy and a lot less pain. But it's like the documentary is called Vitality on Netflix. That changed my mind based off science. And if people are actually trying to help their bodies, then vegetables and fruits are kind of the way. Yeah, you can't really go wrong there. You can't. Like, you're not going to, it's not going to be bad for you, and you're only going to do good. The the most basic animal in the world would understand that, okay, we've come to conclusion over the centuries and eons of humanity, vegetables and fruits are the primary source of energy for human beings, for human organisms. That's the type of organism we eat for our organism. And cocaine. Get a little cocaine in there. You taking a tea? Taking a tea, gonna go try and time in. create a romance over there. It's we so beautiful. Yeah. Why won't you women date me? No, not right now. Not right now. I gotta focus on myself. I'm not interested. I get I you. Got- you can't find a girl to date here. You're not gonna <laughs> find a girl to date in LA, bro. You are not gonna find a girl to date. No, this is not. You're not gonna. So, yeah. so what are you switching? Up? You switched the diet up a little bit since then. Just a little. Just not eating fast food. That's big. That was the biggest thing. It's big. And. uh Get back to do that training weight, man. Do you, have yeah. a, do you have a goal weight or anything? Or just like in general want to feel good? Just got to look and feel good. Confident yeah. in my ability. Granted, it's gone through the head of like 
will I still feel the same way about myself that adds to the quality of my comedy? Well, it can't <laughs> hurt. It can't hurt, man. I tell you, you look visibly better, man, in your face. Just you really slightly, do. Slightly, you look slightly. a lot healthier, Thank you very sure. much. Oh, no, uh, I can tell. As soon as I, I saw you, I was like, oh, shit. I appreciate the yeah. compliment. I wasn't expecting yeah. it, to tell you the truth. <laughs> I thought you were going to let yourself go. I really did. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, no, and it's easy to do that. And that's why it's... I think if I think of myself as a pretty hardcore individual, then I will take the necessary needs for mm -hmm. a f for a full functional life. And if I can encourage that for my fellow comedians, because I'd like to grow old with you guys telling jokes and working with each other to grow in this lifetime. I mean, I think we'll all do days it. Days are going by fast, man. So your uh, your fighting days are behind. So you, fighting days. Yeah, well, I just I never. No, no, no. I mean, I just. Coming back here, the first day I went to Walmart to go buy some sto uh, totes, yeah. storage totes. Yeah. Altercation already. Yeah. I, it's uh, easy in this town. People, it's, yeah. Everybody's hot-headed probably yeah. because everybody's just like, it's not the same that it used to. My dilemma was I was coming into Walmart. I turn right. I'm waiting for this little old lady to back out of her spot. Uh -huh. I put my... Um, emergency lights on whether or not that was a good call or not i just want to make sure people behind me didn't slam into me for sure for so sure it brings attention in my eyes at a safety. big vehicle you know yeah let him and know so the guy uh he try he tries to pull around and as the lady's backing out he's starting to get blocked off and i look and i see him and i pull forward i'm like fuck no so this guy puts his window down. I put my window down. He's oh, like, yeah. what's up, bitch? I was like, dude, I'm waiting for her to back out. What's, what's up, the problem? Bitch? That's always the... Yeah, him and he's yeah. got his wife right there, a <laughs> girlfriend. And, she, and then all of a sudden, she's like, she puts her head down. Like, she doesn't want to deal with this. And I'm, my heart starts pounding. Like, okay, is this guy got a gun? I'm going to think that most people are crazy right now so this guy could have a weapon easily uh and uh his windows are all tinted so you know i'm gonna where's this walmart at is it up in panorama city burbank empire Ooh, that okay yeah i got my eyes checked at the other one over in okay. van nuys the other day that's where i go baby i go, <laughs> I go to a real dirty one <laughs> yeah man uh well he, yeah he uh I'm like, I'm waiting for this lady to pull out. He's like, well, I saw your emergency lights on. So I went around. I was like, but that doesn't mean you have to go around, man. I'm trying to let her yeah. uh, get out and wait. And he's like, I do what I want, bitch. And I was like, is there, is there really a need for name calling? I so, do what uh, I want, bitch. So then the lady finally moves out, and he's now in her way. Uh -huh. So I'm like thinking to myself, like, look who's stupid now. You know what I mean? So I cut in. I get the spot. And... Uh, and then she drives off. He pulls around, passes right by my truck. I'm looking at him through his tinted windows. And then uh, he goes, and maybe about four or five cars over, he reverses and backs in. I get out of my vehicle. I go to the front. I look over at him. And then I just walk to the line. Yeah. And I put my hands in my pockets just to see if he would be that type of guy to come from behind and fucking try something stupid. Yeah. So, uh, but I had my peripheral vision just waiting and listening. But by that time, there were already a couple other people that were lining up six feet apart. And that's another thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Circling around to watch. Well, <laughs> well no, boy, the six-foot rule. Boy. Oh, yeah. I can, I can get maybe behind the idea that some people don't want to wear masks. Okay. Get it. But six feet, if they say that that's helpful and not catching the, the purified germs. Mm-hmm. 
virus, I mean, at six feet is six feet. It's a simple People courtesy to gesture. Fight during time the of Corona. Yes, dude. <laughs> that. I've been seeing that with uh, baseball. There've been baseball fights lately at the games, and they're all you know quarantined to even be able to have the games happening. And then they're getting in fights and brawls. It's like, what was the point of everything, you dumb motherfuckers? <laughs> Whatever. Uh, you know, that's that's where the macho-ness. Why 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 is everybody got to be a UFC fighter instead of? A deity. Be a deity. Yeah, I take uh, I take pride in uh, the last few road rage altercations I've gotten in over the past few years. Okay. The person has said, you want to fucking go? And I very confidently said, no! <laughs> I do not want to fight! You're just an asshole! I said that. The last, some old guy wanted to fight me. Him and his wife, his, his wife was totally just not into it. He's yeah. like, you want to fucking go? I go, no. No, sir. I'm not fighting you. You can leave, though. You're still an asshole. For me, it's got to be a, a good reason. Yeah. Uh, well, you don't want to be a fucking pushover because that fucking just hurts your... Just it hurts the ego and it hurts the brain. Yeah. But uh, at the same time, like, over the parking stall, Yeah. if this guy wanted to scrap over that, it just didn't make sense to me. Now, but a lot of people, you know, wanna, would want to judge and say, you know, that's being scared. Taking the bigger road, being the bigger man. Well, that's that being scared part. Yeah. And, but I didn't have a problem with it because I still got out of my vehicle and I still went to go do what I, I got there to do. Yeah. And I looked over at him to see if he still wanted to do something to let him know I'm not scared. I'm still here standing my ground. Sure. More times than not, I will wait until the person, of course, tries to attack or whatever the case, unless I know it's you know just you got to make a, a sound decision in the 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 heat of the moment the best thing is just to avoid things that if not i mean as far as submissions i feel confident in my ability to to hold people yeah, i don't yeah. necessarily have to ground and pound yeah but i can but you don't want to be on top of him and then all of a sudden his friend comes up and shoots you yeah, <laughs> you know, you're like you never know. You never. What I find, like, I've I've had a lot of altercations with comics over the years. Not, yeah, and, and it's never physical. But I have comics all the time over the years that have a problem with me. And if you approach them about it, they act like they're like they're not gonna fight. No, none of these comics are. They're not gonna. But they they feel like you can feel their heart pumping. Like yeah. if you're like, hey, bro, you got a problem with me? Yeah. And yeah. they'll be like, what? I've got a fucking problem. It's like, no, no, no. We can use words. You want to use words. I'm not going to hurt you. We can use words, though. <laughs> Having that? No, I agree. Have you ever Having had that with comics? Yeah. Because that's the thing yeah. where I'm like, you can't, if someone's being a jerk to you or trying to belittle you in the workplace, you got to at least approach. It's not something that you can be like, all right, I'm never going to see this. It's like, okay, I'm going to see you every week. What's up, dude? Okay. You know? Okay. And I respect that. And ninety percent of the time, I, I know you and so and so have your guys' different views. Uh, Who's that? I don't know. Wh whoever it is, I'm sure it's resolved. Oh, okay. Well, I thought you and Fonto. Fonto? No, me and Fonto are like best friends. We totally went at it a year ago. Oh, okay. And we resolved it the next day. Okay. Friendship yeah, better right. than ever. Right. And it was like that. I was like, dude, I'm not gonna fight you. You're not gonna fight me. We had a we had a disagreement over words. Very simple. You know, Good. being comics. Because I always saw you guys as friends. Oh, yeah, we're friends, yeah. Everybody loves Fonto. He's great. Uh, he, I know, I feel he does attract that kind of mentality or whatever, but 
don't know. I've always seen him as a funny dude and a uh, respectful dude. And uh, I love Fonto. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's got that I alpha mentality. Like, and he yeah, does get yeah. that vibe like he's down to fight at yeah, any time. Yeah. yeah. But uh, and I've had it with him. Um, me and Cooper Lydon had a little disagreement thing. And we squat. Like, I approached him about it. I was like, dude, I feel like you have a problem with me. And it's totally squashed. Totally squashed. Aaron Marsh, I don't know if you know him. I had a deal with him years ago. No. We approach each other, totally squashed, you know? But it's That's like, uh, you can't let it linger, you know? It's like, it doesn't do anyone any good. Right, in, right. In it's comedy, un- especially. It's unneeded, ne- no neg- reason. Negative energy. And there's, guys, there's no competition here, bro. There's seriously. There, there is and there isn't? Uh, there is and there isn't. But it's like, dude, there is in the same way that I'm competing with Jennifer Aniston. It's like, you know, the, who am I competing with, actually? Who am I actually competing with? Uh, yourself. Yourself. Yes. That is for kind sure. of the big thing. For sure. But I'm not, like, me and you go to the, all the open mics. I never yeah, for once feel like, if anything, me if anything, I feel if you are getting more stage time, I think that's a good sign for me. <laughs> I, I honestly do. When my friends start getting more stage time, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm, I might be leveling up soon. Fuck. You know, leveling that's the first thing I thought when Rishi and Fonto started getting spots to the improv. I was okay. like, dude, okay. I might be getting closer. Fuck. <laughs> Didn't happen. Didn't happen. Oh, well. When it comes to me, I'm just, uh, I don't know. It's, I think it's just focusing on working on yourself. Yeah. And uh, I think that's. Uh, well, uh, it's part of that. And I think a lot of it is a resiliency to be yourself. Because really, you do. Because, like dude, yeah. with you especially, resiliency. I've seen it a million times. You go yeah, up and you kill at the improv. And then Rita goes, okay, well, I just want to see more of a normal set. And it's <laughs> yeah. like, what? Oh, what? So you want to see a boring set? <laughs> like, he can do that, a, too. A conventional. But, dude, there's some comics, and I don't know. I don't get it. Because, I, I mean, some people that I even respect, but they'll they'll talk about... Let's talk about Ryan. Ryan's a very like alternative type. Yeah. I, mean, I think yeah. he's. I think okay. I don't want to fucking toot his horn, but I think <laughs> I think some of his shit is genius. Some yeah. people watch Ryan go up, and they watch you go up, and they watch me go up, and they go, that, <laughs> that. <laughs> Give me a Trump joke, bitch. That. Yeah, yeah. And it's like. And that's how. And how do you win? Ninety yeah. percent of the comics and yeah. strangers in the room that may not be comics. How do you win them over? And I don't know, for whatever reason, whatever I've stolen from Zach Alphanakis and plagiarized <laughs> yeah. from all the rest of you, <laughs> sure. that's, uh, sure. I've been able to mix it because I'm a byproduct of society. Yeah, what I see, are. I have to try and make my own. Yeah. Unfortunately, I, I've been told that some of my stuff is really not original, so I have to change. That's and bullshit. Be, that's well, such horseshit. Um, that is such horseshit. Well, Only change we'll it if you, want, if you don't feel it. We'll that's see. what I feel. We'll see at what level does it take for people to start checking my credibility, you know? And it's going to happen with anybody. Like, there's comedians on the internet that are going to try and cancel culture you. So that's what I'm telling everybody now. I've stolen jokes. (laughs) I steal jokes. I'm not original. You do the jokes better than anyone else, though. (laughs) I think that counts, okay? I think Michael Phelps invented swimming. (laughs) <laughs> oh, no. he's doing the same lap everyone else does. Yeah, well, yeah, he did it faster. So it's fuck not you. entertaining. Yeah. Comedy's entertaining when you're talking about your struggles. And that's why I like that. Well, so that's why I'm gonna test. I'm gonna test myself and see if I can the next six months and let LA open back up for the comedy scene. I'm gonna see if I can write good, credible comedy. Okay. And I'm gonna see if I can write for send it into like uh, Reader's Digest. Yeah. 
they have these if your uh, story is funny enough and they pick it and they edit it and publish it they send you a hundred dollars and I see all the time with these uh, Reader's Digest all these different stories I'm like and they're all true and these people make them funny and it's like if they can be a writer that might not be like a big time credible credit for writing yeah. But to get one of your stories published in their book, I think, would be a cool milestone. Oh, fuck yeah. It'd be a credit. Or a mini stone. Yeah. <laughs> so. All those things add to stage time, I feel. Whether it's acting credit, writing credit, those are really get you more stage time. And that's what I want. If people are going to look and see if I'm credible enough, well, where's my credibility? Show, sure. show me your jokes. For sure. And uh, when I went to the panel at Westside Comedy Theater, and they have all the professional panels and Flappers Comedy Club... Uh, the, like the comedy festival that's going on right now <coughs> uh the panel like for late night shows they ask you like a lot of times we'll ask comedians for their written material because some of the stuff they might not allow on air okay so they have their editors in their nbc room abc room whatever late night show room is to edit your stuff they will ask you if you're okay with it be- sometimes most comics are not because Hey, this is, that's how I wrote it specifically for me to tell the joke that way. Right. You, you can't tell me as an artist that I cannot do it. Well, we're trying to get you booked on a late night show in front of, in front of 5 million people. Yeah. Do you want the airtime? For sure. You're going to bend over and be like, <laughs> all right. Dude. And it feels good, too. I bend over and it feels good. It does feel good. I like it, Hollywood. So I those are the choices. Ever. Now, will a true comic slash true comedian been to having somebody else rewrite their stuff edit their stuff or no thank you i'm gonna stick true to my stuff Mm -hmm. and what's mine is mine those are things to think about for the future in the event that you uh you go places yeah yeah i felt a bit when i moved out here i had acted previously but when i got here i was starting stand up and i had such a respect for it that i didn't want to act because i had this I had a fear that I was like, dude, what if I got a role on something? Yeah. And then, like, I'm telling people I'm a comedian, but I can't do comedy. So I was like, totally put it away. And that's dude. why you can't lie. Yeah. You, can't, you gotta be true to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and I've I've lied. I've cheated. I've stolen. I've done the bad behaviors. Uh, and uh, I just, you know, what's not right? It's not right because good normal people, I'd imagine. Don't want to kind of don't want to have that kind of energy and that life experience. Yeah. If we're taught to do good based on social standards, then I I would imagine you're going to choose to do the right thing always. So, which goes back to again not to digress to finish up uh, whatever beef with comedians uh. having animosity amongst each other I think is a terrible thing, especially in this mindset. For all the laughter that's happening, and almost every comedian has said this, for so much laughter, there's a lot of anger and narcissism and ego and jealousy. Yeah, and uh, big time, big time. Even amongst I, friends, too. Even as friends. Yeah, actually, probably more amongst friends. Yes. Because those are the people you're close with, and then when they make it, you're like, oh. Well, then it, it, and then it, it'll be a testament to see where your true friendship lies. Yeah, yeah. Me, I'm okay with letting some stuff go because I actually truly care for the individual. For sure. I actually love the individual. I yeah. want to be around them. Yeah. And nothing to gain anything from it other than sharing an experience of who this individual is in this lifetime. 
<laughs> There's a little me that's happy about the possible gain for me when my friends make it. <laughs> well, I always then said, you're an evil bitch, and I, I don't said, want to deal with you anymore. I was like, if my friends get something, I'm going to be happy no matter what. And I always thought I would have to fake it a little, and I haven't. I've legitimately been like nothing but happy for them but i think it's partly because i'm just thinking about how i could benefit i'm like fuck bro this is gonna work out for me rishi's getting on fucking movie <laughs> rishi's in a movie with chris Kattan, man so i'm like fuck i'm not far <laughs> would you would you want to ride your friend's coattail or would you want to build your own empire well i want to build my own but i don't care however i have to enter into it you know, <laughs> you know I've, i'm trying to i'm trying to get my own tv shows made and okay. shit right now i respect the shit out of that big time and i'm pushing it hard but i have a big ambition yeah and it's attainable yeah it's i mean i think i can do it it's really hard but i think the best entrance way is if i book something good through acting okay get a little credit yeah. and yeah. same with stand-up dude like i said i was like hardcore on stand-up and i tried doing it the right way go to more mics than anyone go to shows get on shows mm. And then I started seeing people that sucked at comedy getting all the stage time from acting. And I was like, well, I'm just going to backdoor it in anyways. Then fuck you guys. And, <laughs> and honestly, that's where my mentality has been. I was like, I'm still going to put all the work in. And as soon as the credits work up, I'll just walk on stage, bitch. You know? I don't know if that's going to work because it didn't. <laughs> but it's my good goddamn plan. It, 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 and that's kind of the plan I also thought. I didn't think I'm... F I don't think I'm funny enough to get... To do the writing stuff to get booked. Mm. But I figured maybe an acting gig would help me with a credit. For sure. To also get on stage. Because a lot of these actors, they're just naturally funny, which yeah. is cool. And they get the opportunity to be a walk-on on the stage. Bitch, we have and agents. I, I, <laughs> we have agents. Me and him. DDO repped. Right, okay. Commercial department. <laughs> theatrical. We are. Comics don't have agents. They're a bunch of fucking losers, man. They're not. <laughs> I come here, dude, every Monday when there's hundreds of them. They're I mean, not losers. They're not losers. A lot of them are losers. A lot of them are losers. They're I'm not trying. talking about the what. You They're know, trying. I'm talking about the ones that just come here on Monday and they're strutting around and I'm like, what do you do? What do you do, motherfucker? Uh, that's not our <laughs> responsibility to know what they do. Yeah, yeah. But I can see in hindsight that, you know. But here's the thing. Of just, okay, I love comedy, and I yeah. love open mic comedy. Yeah. Like, I truly never want to stop. I kind of think it's almost its purest at open mic okay. level. Okay. Uh, and I, wa I watch skateboarding a lot, dude, around the city. I love watching skateboarding. And I had this realization the other day, because how many famous skateboarders do you know? I mean, I know there are some that make it pro. Okay, you're from Hawaii. You know a bunch of fucking, okay, whatever. <laughs> However, I just thought, like, us as comics, we're going around to just these mics, just mics. Yep. And we all think, like, oh, this Jerry Seinfeld shit will just open up if I get funny enough. Yeah. But the truth is, we're all a bunch of just, like, skateboarders around L.A. just doing flip tricks for no one, really. Okay. And no one's ever going to yeah. notice. No, you're right. That's you know? <laughs> and you can find it, but, like, the best way... That's exactly what's happening. But the best way for a f skateboarder around here to actually get to the X Games... Yeah. Fucking make a kick-ass TikTok video. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Compilation. <laughs> you know? You know? They really would. Yeah. But, I mean, I love, I love the purity. I love the art. I love doing it for nothing, you know? It is the best. That's right. This stuff is hard. So to be a uh, a hardcore. We're individual. really famous. Super famous. <laughs> or more like wah 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 wah. And so they uh, looked okay. They wanted to do the second look to make yeah, sure I wasn't yeah. Jake Paul yeah. trying to fucking rebuild my <laughs> career. Okay. Don't use him as a doppelganger. Nah. <laughs> I'd go with Logan. 
I'd go with Logan anyways. But uh, as far as scrapping and uh, whatnot, I respect it in uh, the UFC. You know, if you if you got beef with somebody, that would be a place to go. Or I mean, they have all these right. all little knockoff third party uh, fighting things sure. like bare knuckle cha- boxing bare, champion. Bare knuckle fighting. I was like, all right, you know what? Maybe one time I'll go and try this. Oh, you still have the somebody. edge. A little bit. If in a competitive. In a competitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But scrapping on here, you never know. If somebody's oh, yeah. fucking. No. Do do they know how to throw hands? Or, or what you're they, gonna do to them, dude? And that's why I don't, yeah. if I'm confident in my ability with putting the guy down, Yeah. is it worth him, Does can't he afford the doctor's bill? Exactly. Am, yeah. am I powerful enough to know that maybe... Gonna get sued. Sued, man. Gonna get sued. Yeah, Police lawsuits. Getting no arrested. Bueno. I have a lot to lose. Yeah, yeah. You recognize that as you get older. In your early 20s, I don't know, I think a lot of guys, a lot of guys I've talked to, like, they go to bars and they're like, they want to get into fights and shit. I and know that's dumb. Like, that is dumb so as shit dumb. because a lot of those guys end up in the hospital. Yeah. Ugh, and then good. they think, then, then, then they think, oh fuck, I can't be doing that. For sure. I would say at least eight out of ten idiots that go and drink. Yeah. And I've. I did that in college. I I ended up in the hospital, for sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Had a little scrap on the way Let home. Let us know. Was it worth it? It Zero. Yep. Zero. I had to call the hospital and beg to them. I had to say, please don't make me pay this. I have no money. I'm a student. What up, Mike Schmidt? <laughs> right on. <laughs> what did he say? So, uh, he so doesn't care if you're not famous. No. Not even then. I don't think he cares. <laughs> hey, I remember Mike Schmidt. I can't believe he's still alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I didn't know he was. I didn't know he was still alive. Uh, no, as far as having uh, uh, to squash it with anybody in the comedy scene, yeah. I really, if if they've rubbed me the wrong way, not because they're a complete dick to me, but I see how they're trying to weasel the system. Yeah. That I just don't want to uh, associate my energy with that individual. Right. And. Uh, one that I really cared about and, you know, thought he was good to go. Uh, Ooh. you His material, it just the, you see a different side after you kind of know somebody after a while. So he had some heat with somebody, huh? Not heat, just uh, I respected him. Yeah. I appreciated them. Loved them as a friend. And uh, and what whatever the dilemma was, I just felt it wasn't worth my time. Was this a San Diego incident you told me about? The no. competition? No, no, that's a. Uh, told me about a thing with a guy stealing your Mike shit. Mike Bentley, yeah. yeah. Oh, and he did it. Well, he did you it told again, me you were heated. You thought it might come to blows. Oh, yeah, no. I, I put on there that he's lucky he didn't catch a slap from me. And he, he was <laughs> lucky, play, yeah. Motherfucker. But, uh, <laughs> uh. What are you to do in that situation yeah. when a dear friend uses your joke? In Intellectual property. On a competition on the same comedy show, I can imagine, you know, regular comedy show maybe fucking around, but he used it during the competition. Yeah. (laughs) And I only knew him a handful of times. And he came up to me and told me, man, that one joke he did, that was the the irony was that was the joke that established him to come up and say, dude, that was, you had me rolling on that joke. Yeah. And, uh, and he used it. So. Yeah, and then I've noticed uh, on San Diego Open Mic, they've posted again about him plagiarizing jokes. Ooh. And then again, of using my direct joke. 
And uh, how is that fun for a guy to do? You know, I would just not enjoy doing. Co- there's people that <sighs> there are people that don't have the respect of the grow growing into this marathon, and I think I'm coming to terms with. It's going to be a long ride for me. This is uh, yeah. this has to be somewhat of a lifestyle yeah. for me to learn how to write and write reflected on my life so nobody can plagiarize my life. Mm-hmm. My life experience growing up in Hawaii, how many other than <laughs> Chino and Willie? Yeah, and even yours is pretty different because you're a whitey. Yeah. <laughs> I was a well, Willie too, yeah. I was Willie, a Howley yeah. that was picked on from Maui. Yeah. The from Maui. The Howley from Maui. Uh, and, uh, and so I had, growing up, I had to learn how to scrap. Yeah. I had to learn how to protect myself. Joined the Marine Corps to kind of put that extra edge in the event I had to. Uh, even when I got here January 2017 for acting school at New York Film Academy, I wanted to go try it out. I never considered myself an actor. I don't claim to be an actor. Yeah. I'll put it if the school or the place requires me to put that label, that title, but I don't go around boasting it. It's not my, it's not my thing. Yeah. I, I don't need to show off like that. It's okay to, though. It's okay to. If, if you have the credibility. I still well, don't have any credibility, so I'm not uh, going to do that. More than, I, I remember a time when I wanted to go back into acting while I was here, and I consciously told myself, and same with filmmaking, when I really wanted to start, I was like, tell people that you do that. Don't be shy, especially not in L.A. If you have the ability, and you fucking do, you have, you, dude, you have a way better agent than 90% of the open micers you will ever come across, flat out. Yeah, you do I'm and I do. We, we, for we, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah and it's, it's not for no reason, so you're a fucking actor. <laughs> honestly, especially here. That's the biggest problem that comics have is being shy, you know? Yeah, yeah. I consciously told, pe- told myself a year ago, I was like, tell people you're the shit. Yeah, and that's why yeah. I respect when people are so narcissistic, I tell them I respect that level. Yeah, yeah. Because we all have to. Because you got to, yeah. And those are what they're called the dream, and our... The guys we look up to, like Chris Rock and Jerry and all these guys, they'd say, "Yeah, Ke- Chris, uh, Kevin Hart, he says, if you have a dream, go and chase. All of them still say, as crazy as it sounds, mm-hmm. if you have a dream, go live that dream. Yeah. And they all do it differently. You know, Kevin uh, yeah. Hart yeah, yeah. is, I mean, I, I they, mean they all do stand up, but they all do what they want. Like, I don't well, know, yeah, Kevin Hart puts out a bunch of specials. <laughs> Jerry doesn't put out a ton of specials. He doesn't, you know? Jerry did one sitcom. Kevin Hart does a bunch of movies, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's yeah. however you want to attack it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I always feel the the better you are at stand-up, the harder it's going to be to make money at stand-up. <laughs> I really feel like the more interesting and unique and better you are, the harder it's going to be, bro. Well, because uh, we're competing... At our level, we're competing with guys like Harlan Williams. Harlan Williams, yeah. Harlan That's a good Williams. one. Judd Apatow. We're, we're both better comics than I Judd Apatow, though. Like, really? <laughs> Any one of these guys will bump me off, off the list. Yeah. Yeah. But when it comes to you, Fonto, Rishi, and all the rest of it. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> you're right, though. Man, you got to feel that way. That ego. Well, but, uh, <laughs> you, it's funny because there's times where we're at the improv. Rishi or you or Fonto, you guys go, kill. You guys are kill. And I have to tell myself, I'm like, you can fucking do that too, bro. <laughs> and I know I can, and I have it, I have it moments, yes. but it's scary because when you see yes. one of your friends do it, it yeah. makes you like, oh shit, can I do that? Yeah. Yeah, I can, right? Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Dude, when you're about to go on stage, it feels like when you're about to get in a fight. You know, you're like, how's this going to go? The pressure like, is you, on. You're like, the I have all the confidence. Pumping. Yes, it's, it's public speaking still. And I yeah. think a lot of comedians try to be like, oh, well, I've done this, I've done that. I've done college, I've taught, 
Yeah. I've done public speaking. <laughs> then why are you still nervous up there when you see it? And a lot of people are just blind to that. And that's fine. I respect mm-hmm. it. That's one of the behaviors of public speaking where you kind of just lose yourself. Bobby Lee was talking about on one of his uh, podcasts. I didn't believe him, but it took the six years of me experiencing this to be like, oh, now I remember. I, the, f- the first two times I was up there, first two months I was up there, I was still shaking. Yeah. My left leg was just uncontrollable. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell is going on? For sure. The blood is rushing through. For sure. There were sets I had last year that felt like that. <laughs> it did. I mean, I remember the, the sets at the beginning, even your good sets, they all feel like that. Okay. Especially okay. your good sets in front of a crowd your first couple years in. Three, yeah. Like, but, yeah, dude, it never stops, especially the improv <laughs> when it's I, packed in comics. Yo, you know? Sunday nights <laughs> and Tuesday afternoons. <laughs> That yeah. overall now there and uh, flappers, yeah. Fridays and Saturday nights. I did have fun. Those were my the places where I could earn the credibility amongst you guys. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I, if I'm a true comics comic, then I can make you guys laugh because there's nobody else in there. And you that make the all challenge. the real people laugh, dude. You made all those real people laugh in Thousand Oaks, motherfucker. <laughs> I didn't hear any of them laughing. I heard you and Rishi because you guys know me acting a fool in front of these strangers. No, man. No, it was funny because you were you were going back and forth between making the comics laugh and making the real people. Laugh. <laughs> and I could see that. I do I go, dude. He was really. He was. He, he's a real worker. Me and me and Rishi we talk in wrestling terms, like pro wrestling terms. And uh, dude, you go up there. I go, man. He's always working. <laughs> he's always working. You gotta. And when I thought I got stood up here for this podcast, I was like, man, you're a real worker. <laughs> Because I knew you, because because I knew you're trying to troll the comics. You told everyone there was an open mic. Yeah. And so I was like, I know he did that, but he didn't tell me he was gonna be here. So I think I was like, respect the game, bro. <laughs> I respect the game. Yeah. No. I think no. 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 Uh, so what happened was, is I, I left on time, and then uh, a little bit of traffic, of course. But <laughs> I had to go drop off some of the stuff because I'm leaving. Uh, I wanted to see if you want some of the stuff. I I stopped to give to Dan. Dan finally got a place. And I don't uh, know Dan Green. Okay, Australian guy, really tall. Uh, he mm. was uh, since Australia November last year. Uh, he's been putting in time and working, and it's really cool to see him. Oh, I do know Nate. Laugh Factory guy. Yeah. Yeah. Laugh okay. Factory, yes, yeah. I do. Met him the a, a, for a few times. Met a few times. I remember now. Uh, hey, he is Australia. Yeah. He's Australia. Um, Australia. <laughs> ah. And so he finally got a place. So I figured I'd just instead of trying to sell or. Take back some of that stuff with a shipping company that yeah. uh, I had to deal with today. Oh, my God. Fuck that, dude. That's why I like, don't want to move out. I just don't want to go through the hassle. Oh, my God, dude. Ugh. Again, I'm... And then maybe come back and it's like... They uh, better be credible enough to get my stuff broken free over there. Right. Because uh, I'm already re- like a white Karen lady. <laughs> I'm ready to get my money back. I get you. I, uh, I call my credit card bank company and be like, look... These guys did this, this, and this. That is not within their company policy. Right. I feel I've been taken advantage of. Plus, they got three alias names. Uh, they're called Cardinal Transportation. <laughs> Two of them from Hawaii. But that was bought out by uh, Moving City, which is the primary company. And then their pickup and delivery uh, people are, their shirts say, Happy Move. So when you click on the email's <laughs> Facebook page, it says, Happy Move. 
happymove.com. And it's, it's all like, intentional, too. <laughs> they're laundering money. They're laundering money. Trust me, they're uh, laundering money. Uh, yeah, I yeah they probably could. I watch I mean, Breaking Bad. I watch Ozark. Overseas. <laughs> I know. They're doing it. Everyone's doing it. So I just, and I ended up having to help them. Like the guy asked me, "Hey, could you?" They sent two guys to help me move my stuff. He's like, do I get paid for this too? Do I just pay me? I was like, I'll tip myself. Yeah. Because uh, I was gonna tip these guys. You know, they're doing the work, but like, not if you're helping. And they're going. The policy. It just it was a mess. So I gotta I gotta write it out. I definitely gotta do a review because I feel entitled to put my little bitch moan and complaint on there. No problem. So that others are aware that hey, you know, this company. I don't think they're credible. They. They talked a lot, and uh, you know now now my my important shit that pertains to my life and my kids' lives, all that stuff, has to make it to Hawaii. Yeah, broken free, and if not, uh, you know I'm trying to see if I can get my money back. That shit hurts. You're you think they're a professional company? They have a professional website. <laughs> and they they don't have professional workers. <laughs> this this podcast is actually brought to you by Happy Movers. Uh, <laughs> is that, they're our movies, first sponsor. City Moving. Yeah. Uh, and uh, this has been a three minute ad to not use them anymore. <laughs> this is just a public service announcement. That's what those are the ads we do on the show. Do not use Cardinal <laughs> Moving, City Moving, or Happy Move Moving companies or condoms. There don't use go. those either. Maybe um, Saran Wrap. Hey. Any I, other questions that yeah. trigger you? About I think, I think there's. I think there's one last fight. How old were you the last time you got in a fight? This is good. Long time. Over ten years. <clears throat> yeah. Over. That's good. Yeah. A that's lot of face-to-face yeah altercations, trend, altercations, and animosity. Early twenties. Uh, you get any actual scraps though? Any of the old-fashioned, like you and your Marines at a bar, you come across some boys, you got to fucking put no, in line. No, no, because I was, I was already a, I was already mature for my age. Ah. So I was always the guy that like had to squash the shit. That's good. That's good. Um, so was it high school, pretty much? Yeah, high school. Hawaii. High school, and then I well, so before I joined the Marines, I went to Peru. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I went with my cousin. That's cool. We went to some. With our other cousins that live there and from there, took us to this bar restaurant, uh, maybe an hour and a half up, up north of Peru. Looked like one of these ghetto areas, you know, low income, not ghetto. Well, you got to be there. So uh, <laughs> you got to be there. It's probably <laughs> uh, ghetto. We went. We we were having dinner, and towards the end of the night, as we were finishing up, one of the uh, wait staff stole my cousin's purse mm. so the boyfriend is like hey, the purse was just here your busser or staff member just walked by and it's no longer here now uh, oh when they're cleaning the table up i guess there was a swift little grab of the purse of my cousin's purse take it from these gringos so uh, well that's the thing my my myself and my other cousin are white my other cousin and i uh, we have white skin. My cousin's from Peru, a lot darker mm. skin. 
Uh, Do you think they saw <coughs> the white skin? They're like, this group is vulnerable. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Honestly. Probably. Probably. Honestly. And, uh, and that's the mentality that Good some on of them. these places live. You know, that you're a tourist. You, let's take advantage of you. Yeah. Uh, so. I was thinking about that. My buddy Kenny Lyon hangs around L.A. all night, and sometimes I want to go out with him. But I'm like, I think if I go, we're going to get robbed. Kenny Lyon? Yeah. <laughs> my boy. I love uh, Kenny. You know, I respect the dude. Uh, I know he's got his. He's wild. He's yeah. wild. Yeah. But uh, uh, so we, we they they stole the thing. Uh, my cousin's boyfriend ended up like flipping over the table, and then all their staff members came over and started punching on us, and we started punching back. And then I hear, uh, not uh, what's knife in Spanish? Knife. Cuchillo, I think. Uh, cuchillo or kitchen utensil. Holy cuchillo, shit. cuchillo, and uh, so we backed off, and uh, I, th- I think one of their staff members had a knife, and I was like, no, that's not, that's not gonna happen. So uh, after we, we had a couple punches here and there. I grabbed the guy that shirt, like most. Wait, did you tell him to drop and, the knife? Uh, no, we just took off. I just took off running. <laughs> Me and my family just got the fuck out of there. He had the knife. I mean, the restaurant was smashed the shit in that little area, but. Landed a couple of that Korean martial arts strikes <laughs> on it real no, quick. No, no, no. Fuck that. This <laughs> you, is like You're on the Marine bam, shit now. Bam, bam. I, I have, I'd say I have precision. I mean, I've trained. Yeah. So yeah. I have the mentality of what it would take. And especially if I got back into it, yeah. I could be a lot more confident in my ability to, uh, to protect myself if I have to. Yeah. If I'm out, again, nine times out of ten, I'll take the bitch road because it's just not worth it. Uh, but every so often, you know, if it's worthy of the protection or the ego, then uh, I, I've always stood my ground. Yeah, yeah. Especially in Hawaii with all the big local guys. Well, like especially still, when you're there. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, I'm not going to live. I'm not going to live in fear. Right. And I don't have to anymore. And uh, but you just never know what other people are going to use to take advantage. And if I look like. People, I've been told that, you know, especially with my long hair, people were threatened by me. Like, they thought I might be un- mentally ill, <laughs> mentally <laughs> imbalanced. And uh, if, I, if I give off that impression, uh, it's not really what I'm going for. Yeah. I'm trying to go for, I guess, love and compassion and good times. I think I'd rather live this life with good times than negative times. <clears throat> but I've, it's, it's always going to be there. Again, first day I come back to L.A., I almost get into it with this guy. Yeah. Uh, That's the way I, it is. First time I, get, I went back home to Hawaii. Um, yeah, as soon as the coronavirus. About getting a fight then, too? This one guy in the line. Yeah. He doesn't have his mask on. Right. He's got his little son. Uh, and uh, Little as, bitch as son. There. <laughs> As we're walking up to the line at Home Depot, my brother and I were walking. Him and his son. Him and his son. He's got corona. He's got corona. It's okay. <laughs> He's got the antibodies, though. It's Rona and the antibodies. Don't worry. We have it all. Everything's fine. <laughs> Just rub it all over your tit. Fuck yeah. Good. There we go. Anybody else that talks into this <laughs> afterwards, best of luck. You're the first one to ever use that mic ever. Yeah. <laughs> You're using yeah, it yeah. on your titty. Good. I love it. Uh, th- so his dad and his son are walking up the same time we are. 
They get there first. They're in front. We're standing behind. <clears throat> the dad doesn't have his mask on. All like 12 to 13 other people in front of him had their mask on. My brother and I have our mask on. Then people walk, that came up behind, they have their mask on. He's the only one. Then he starts vaping. Uh. And out of all the places the vape could have gone in the air, comes straight into my face. I'm like, fuck, you know, that's shitty. Then he starts like trying to act like he's all tough, doing throwing punches with his son and hooks and stuff. Like he's a box trainer or whatever. <laughs> Shadow boxing with his Shadow kid. Shadow boxer with his kid. In front of people. And then uh And so it's time to take a step forward. He's not moving. So I'm like, oh. That's kind of like, hey man, move on, you know, I'm pigeon. Oh. And he looks back and he's just like, whatever. Then he slowly starts walking like he's Tupac to the next spot. (laughs) As my brother and I move up, my brother has Tourette syndrome. Nice. He has to hold on to uh, time out, go away. Uh, No. (laughs) What's up, man? Time out. I'm in the middle of a sex session. We're boning. (laughs) We're boning. We're boning right here. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, So... (laughs) <laughs> Rube, what's up, man? Good, good. No, don't touch me. No, I'm, I'm, I'm infected. I love you, but <laughs> he was just sneezing like crazy. <laughs> Name's Lupe. No, uh, Urube. Urube. Yeah. I'm Jordan. Yeah. Nice. nice to meet you. What's up, dude? Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah, his, uh, he wanted me on his podcast. Podcasting. So. <laughs> good. Yeah, no, 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 no. I was fucking with you on that, but yeah, well, we're doing that, so it's uh. Uh, that's why I came early, but no, good to see you, dude. Fucking hey, I've been missing all of you. I've been watching your guys' stuff. Don't worry, I might not follow, and that shouldn't mean I'm not a fe- a friend still, because we're friends on Facebook, right? Why do I have to follow you on another social media and another uh, and another? That's what best <laughs> well, not, then I'm now best friend. <laughs> uh, you a comic? Oh, yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Okay, what's he, up, man? He's been training under my regime at HaHa ha Comedy Club for the oh, last the ha ha. year now, or a little less than a year. Yeah, man. How does it feel? It feels short. I feel really <laughs> short. I'm like, damn, where did the time go? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. I see you going out to those uh, pop-up open mics, you know, and that's the work. That's the grind. That's the grit. To, man. That's good shit, man. I'm addicted to comedy, bro. I'm like a crackhead. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and that's why, man, you know, and that's why real alpha males, real kings, real hardcore motherfuckers are going to want to encourage people to keep going, not at the expense of health, but... You know, to keep, you know, if you can make it out to a pop-up open mic, I, that one that caught you. Got to uh, train. Did, that was cool. Got to train, baby. Because, you know, it just brings the, the camaraderie amongst us back gotcha. up. And granted, it's only us most of the time at an open mic. That's why we have to support each other. And it falls back on what we were saying about, like, spite and jealousy amongst other people. And, like, why can I do that? I feel the same way we all. It's natural to feel that way. But when you truly like and or love somebody for what they have to give and their energy those are the individuals that you're going to want to uplift and those are the individuals and more times than not will turn around and extend a handout to try and help or give some kind of advice and i think comedy has that because even at the most narcissistic jerry seinfeld chris rock era i went to see jerry seinfeld in greensboro north carolina 
And he he comes out and he says, first thing, he's like, I got $850 million in the bank. There's no reason for me to be here. I could be anywhere else, literally. <laughs> but I'm here because I enjoy making you guys laugh. And that's when I was like, that's a real comic. That's a real comedian. That's a real king. That's a real alpha male. He's willing to still, even after his, his special that uh, he claimed it was called uh, I'm Telling You for the Last Time. Yeah. And then he was going to be done. Now he's doing, he's done like two new Netflix specials Fuck. since then. Yeah, he likes because doing he, it. He's, he loves trying to figure out, he's a mastermind scientist at the American literature of breaking down and establishing a premise, a setup, a punchline, or something to that matter that triggers him and his brain to be like, I got to go talk about this on stage and get that euphoric reaction we call laughter, which is a powerful emotion that we get to experience in this short lifetime. So like you said, eight months went by fast. Wait till your five-year mark. And you'll be like, now I get it. And you look back to look forward. I think that's what we all learn. You guys know this. I look back a lot of my old videos, how uh, stale I was. Like I was just like standing there looking on the floor, not really paying yeah, attention to right. the crowd. Just nervous as hell. I still have to comedy is just how I'm going to structure it now. Yes. How I'm going to play the character up on stage. You see, and that's what I like about seeing comedians grow. They start to learn these things you, you cannot be told. You have to learn it. It's, it's some kind of mechanics that pops in the head. And that's, that's the cool thing about growth. Jordan, get over here a little bit more. All right. Oh, you can't. I can't. I'm here. Okay, never mind. Well, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap up okay, the cast yeah, yeah, so we can so smoke down. I think what we've learned here is that you shouldn't fight unless you're going to fight a comedian. Fighting is unnecessary unless you have to protect yourself. Unless you want to fight a comedian, that's fine because you're probably <laughs> going to be okay. And uh, you can probably get rid of the body. The, that, <laughs> they don't have a lot of family. They've got a lot of Happy. friends. It's easy, easy. to bury a What's comedian funny? in the desert and get rid of the body. Well, thanks, Callahan, for doing this. You're the, dude, you're the best. I had to get you because, honestly, I was afraid I might never see you again. But I'm confident you're coming back. Arigato gozaimasu. <laughs> Alrighty. Yeah. He wants to suck it. Keep doing it. Okay? Batman's not going to figure this shit out. Fuck it. Suck it, baby. Suck it. Suck it, Dash Loke. Suck it, bitch. Shook it! Shook it! Kobe weather! Huh? That's good. I've been having fun with that all week, told myself. Whew! Waiting to lay it on ya! That'll be another one. Oh, what's up? Oh, man. I've got this girl I keep walking around with. 